This is Four Network. Credo is the daft of the Football Daft podcast. Is that a good story? Is that a good story? I've got an encyclopedia. Brain. He's got a damn man nothing. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Why are you a fucking hula? <laughs> this is Football Daft. Sponsored by Glasgow Private Hire. Make booking easier. Download our booking app now on App Store and Google Play. You're a Rangers man. Aye. I'm a Hearts man. <laughs> With Ewan Cameron. I work for Showtime in ESPN. <laughs> and... It's the Football Daft Podcast with Ewan and Grado, sponsored by Glasgow Private Hire. Episode 15. How are you, Grado? I'm all right, yeah. Last week on the show, we had the one and only Darren Jackson. Aye. Former Hibs, Hearts, Celtic player. Went to Newcastle, played with Scotland, went to the World Cup in 1998. So we did. We got such great feedback from that show... That is the best show that we've recorded so far okay. for Football Daft. So congratulations to Darren Jackson and the show last week. That was amazing. But the one thing that's come back from that show and the feedback that we've got from fans across the country when listening to Darren Jackson was Darren Jackson saying the words... Listen. Listen. <laughs> Right? So what we've decided to do today, because right. the fans have brought this to our attention, we went back and listened to that interview with Darren Jackson, and we've put together a <laughs> compilation of all the times that Darren Jackson says, listen, Brilliant. it's way more than I thought. This is hilarious, right? So apologies, Darren, the fans right. have picked up on this. So here it is, a compilation of every single time Right? That Darren Jackson says, listen, in a 25 minute interview. Right? Hey, let's go. Let's have brilliant. a listen. Here we go. Fucking brilliant. Listen, listen. See, listen, listen. Uh, listen, we'd go and play golf. But yeah. listen, 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 you can't do that now. Come but, on. But listen, listen, listen. But listen, listen, we're going to have to name the team. Listen, Darren, listen, Rangers had it for nine years. Really? Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, Ewan. Listen, listen, you're going to no, lose listen, for years. Listen, listen. But, but listen. <laughs> Do you hear is that me at the end <laughs> saying listen, yes, listen? Because I picked up on it and I started going, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Should we hear that again? Right, let's do it again, go. Listen, <laughs> listen. See, listen, listen. Uh, listen, we'd go and play golf. But yeah. listen, 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 you can't do that now. Come but, on. but listen, <laughs> listen, listen, but listen. Listen, we're gonna to have to name the team. Listen, Darren, listen, Rangers had it for nine years. Really? Listen, listen, Ewan. Listen, listen, you're going to no, lose listen, for years listen, or that. Listen, but, but listen. <laughs> That's brilliant, isn't it? That is the feedback we got. Every single fan that contacted the show said, did oh. you notice Darren Jackson saying the word listen? Oh, he'll, he'll get that for he'll get that for donkeys now, won't he? He's People are going to go up to go, hey, listen, right, listen, 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 listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant stuff brilliant thank man. you to the fans for bringing that to our attention that right. was for you Darren Jackson brilliant show cheers mate and it's, it's the best show we've done so far Aye, so definitely. well done Darren great stories and stuff like that yeah. and uh, it was well worth a listen yeah <laughs> football daft with Glasgow private hire listen it's a football daft podcast <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a football daft podcast with you and Greedo, sponsored by Glasgow Private Hire. And it's now time uh, for Strip for Greedo. Greedo's been looking for you to send in some strips, and we've got a strip. Aye. What have we got today, Greedo? Uh, well, this week our strip comes for young Alfie and the rest of the 2012 and 2013s at SMK. They're a wee team based on the south side of Glasgow. They started two years ago by Alfie's dad, John, because there was no Fitbit in the, in the area, and they try to keep the costs low. Um, under the belief that nay kids that should they, they shouldn't miss out in a beautiful game because of money, so that's a that's a beautiful wee touch. And we've had that sent. And oh, well there. done, John. That is bro- that's brilliant. So, so is nice, Alfie sent your strip. So Alfie sent the strip. That's brilliant. So we're going to hang this up. So the football development SMK. It's a lovely navy. Uh, still got the tags on it. Still got the tags on it. So we're going to put this up in Murby Man Cave. And as I say, keep sending the football uh, strips in. If you've got any nice wee stories towards it, any yeah. wee, any, any sentimental, you get any stories, send it in and we'll put it up more. Get your wee mention. We'll make you famous. Aye, thanks for that wee man. That's much appreciated. Well done, Cheers, Alfie, wee man. to John and to SMK in the south side of Glasgow. On you go. Grado's Rant. Before we get to Grado's Rant this week, just to let you know what's happening on the show today, we've got a brilliant Who Are You guest. You want the feature back? We're bringing it back. But this Who Are You guest is overseas or not in this country, which means they're going to be on FaceTime. Oh, give them to them. An international Who Are You guest. Uh, Grado will be blindfolded and he'll need to try and identify who that person is by asking them questions. Also on the show today, Celtic and Rangers fans with their reaction to the old firm game. And we've also got Rangers legend Ian Durant live in the studio. That's all still to come on the show. It's now time for Grado's Rant. What's on your mind? Well, actually, I've got two wee things. One, I kind of pissed myself off at the, at the weekend there because um, I went to a wedding, Leanne and Gavin's uh, lovely wee doing Cumlock. Can uh, I just say, you're at a wedding every other I week. No man, I'm bust with it. I'm honestly, that's me all wedding out. So what's your rant this <clears> week? Right, my rant this week is, well, one at myself for being a daft bastard because basically... I got to the, the wedding at the weekend, Lan and Gavin's, and I turned up two hours before the ceremony, right? And we've got a hotel room, and I'm sitting, I've got everything to do, I've got my moisturiser, I've got deodorant, I've got toothpaste, I've got the lot. My girlfriend's going, you got a pair of scissors, Graham? I'm going, aye, I've got a pair of scissors. I'm well organised today, this is good. Sitting back, pulling myself a wee Jack D, Diet Coke, there's an hour to go, this is great. Get on the shirt, get on the tie, get on the jacket. Where's my fucking trousers? Where are your trousers? Fucking left them in a drawer. <laughs> Where are you? Come look. <laughs> There's a new to go. I'm sitting, already to put my the suit on and my trousers. When you see this picture, I'm like, right, I'm sitting here. You're going kidding. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what a state. And I'm there you're in your waist jacket, your shirt, your tie. Right, so I, I was pissed off at myself, but what, what really gets me, what really does my nothing, right? You is get this the out. wedding as well? We're, we're still at the I wedding. It's the wedding because it happens every time you're out with females. You've got trousers then. I go, take right, it. Listen, shout out to my girlfriend's brother, Paddy, that came down, bombed it down to Cumnock, provided me with the trousers. Got I was you. there just in time, right? right. So you so made it to the wedding. Made it to the wedding. Ceremony starts, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. But it now goes down to business. We're sitting at the table and we're getting the drinks in, right? The troops. Beer, blah, blah, blah. Rounds are going. Rounds are going, right? Alasses, pink gin, lemonade, vodka and coke. Then they start going, I need a straw. I need a straw. Get me a straw. Oh, for fuck's sake. So I'm going up, up for a straw. You get any straws? No, I tried doing there. So you're running about trying to get a straw. Then you get a straw. Oh, no, these straws. I hate these straws. <laughs> Can they re- recycle? Can I win? Chowing a toilet roll. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like my door. Oh, oh, these straws are sticking. I see these straws. 
then you have a drink, then you have another drink. Where's my straw? Oh, get me another straw. So then you run about and try to get another straw. Right, then the, then the dinner comes and you're served wine. <laughs> they don't mind fucking drinking wine out of a glass before a straw then, do they? <laughs> so they've sat biffing, all, all, biffing out all day trying to get a straw, then as soon as the wine's poured, they'll drink it. It's for the same fucking tumbler, the same dishwasher. What's the big deal? What's the deal with straws? <laughs> fucking straws. <laughs> It's the Football Dad Podcast with Ewan and Grado, sponsored by Glasgow Private Hire. And it's at this point in the show where we talk about the sponsors of the show because um, they are the sponsors. And uh, without the sponsors, there is no show. And we thank them for their support. We thank you for listening. And uh, hopefully you're using Glasgow Private Hire. They are the biggest taxi company in Glasgow in the West. And at this point in the show, we like to give out some of the details for Glasgow Private Hire and how you can get in contact with them and how you can download their app if you ever need a taxi in Glasgow or the West and um, we've done this over the last couple of weeks where Grado does an impression oh, it's um, just a thing now. this is a thing now people are now requesting us on right. social media to get you to do an accent so you've done Ian Crocker Good you've done that. you've done um, um, what's his name the chef bloke oh fucking Ramsey, Ramsey. it sounded like Crocker wasn't very good <laughs> and then you did Jordy I was good at that that was not bad last <laughs> year it got better got better somebody on Twitter has asked me to ask you to give out the Glasgow private hire details as an American. All right. Can you do an American accent? Yeah, I'll try it. Okay, let's do it. Let's get, into, let's get into the zone. Let's get into okay, character. Uh, okay. Uh, so which on, part of America are we going no, to? From New York. Okay, you want to get a taxi in Glasgow? Go to 0141-774-3000. You want to get a taxi? Go to Glasgow private hire. I'm telling you. You want to go from 48th Avenue down to 30, 31st Street? Go to Glasgow Private Hire. I'm losing it. <laughs> Download the app from the App Store now. Google Play, Apple Play, anywhere you want. You want a fucking taxi? Go to fucking Glasgow Private Hire. They'll take you. Just don't fucking be seek in the back or, or drunk or any of that shit. And they'll take you anywhere you want. Come on, let's do it. Glasgow Private Hire. Sponsors Football Daft. I'll fucking delete it for that. <laughs> Football daft with Glasgow Private Hire. It's now time for a roundup of the weekend's football. Rangers nil, Celtic two. Grado, your thoughts? Disaster. <laughs> Aberdeen three, Ross County nil. Good result that for Aberdeen. They were under a wee bit of pressure. Some uh, dodgy results in recent weeks. Thoughts on Aberdeen, Ross County? It's a catastrophe. <laughs> For Ross County, Hearts 2, Hamilton 2 at Tynecastle. Hearts in front twice, Hamilton pegged them back twice. Pressure on Craig Levine, two points, second bottom of the league table. Fans want Levine out. Your thoughts, Grado? Budge, grow a set of balls and get Levine to fuck. <laughs> Livingston 2, St Mirren 1. Livingston are having a really good season. They're third in the league. Mm. Thoughts, Grado? Motherwell 3, Hibs nil. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to annoy Livingston fans every oh, week. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Motherwell 3, Hibs nil. Hibs fans are calling for the head of Heckenbottom. They want him out the door. They don't like him. They think he's a poor manager. And Hibs, like Hearts, are having a poor oh, season. Oh, he's never happy. He's his Perry's, Hibs and Hearts. 
St Johnston nil, Kilmarnock won. Big win for Kilmarnock. Yeah. Alessio needed that result and he got away from home. But St Johnston, they're in an absolute mess. They're really missing Richie Foster. <laughs> It's the Football Daft Podcast with Ewan and Grado, and what a weekend at Ibrox. Rangers nil, Celtic 2. And last week on the podcast... I'm not even introducing you, what, you shut your face. <laughs> I don't know if I want ham on this. And last week on the podcast, we spoke to a couple of Celtic fans and Rangers fans, and one of those Celtic fans was Paul, who was sat in his truck last week with his pal Jamie, who are Celtic fans, and they got grade on absolute cracker. Here's just a wee reminder of what happened last week with Paul. Hey, Fritza was asking for you. Who? Fritza. Fritza? Fritza Grand. So that was last week. The boy was confident and he's back on the fucking FaceTime today. Hello there, Paul. How you doing, boy? Oh, I'm top of the world. I couldn't be better, mate. How you doing? I mean, I've only went viral with that clip, mate. Holy. I need, fuck- I need an agent. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know anybody? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you what, you got me good and proper and I'm sitting here and I'm going, how can I get that cunt back? How can I get that cunt back? I fucking can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did say um, you, you were with your pal Jamie last week. I made a mistake. There was with your pal Josh, but I take it Josh isn't with you today, then Paul. He's missing an action, mate. <laughs> Is he, Is he st- still up for Sunday? Still up for Sunday, gub. <laughs> Don't blame him. What What did you think of the game overall? I mean, it was it was tactically sound from Celtic's end. I thought after the the first ten fifteen minutes, I'm. And Sunday I was nervous. Obviously I wasn't during the week, but Sunday I was bricking it. But after the first ten minutes, I couldn't see he's losing it. Paul, I would actually say I could say within the first two minutes for me, um, with the way Celtic kicked off and put the ball in Rangers yeah, off, and just aye. aye, and just right away, aye. and I felt there was just a tension. And as I say, we had Rangers fans on here that were very, very confident. And Paul, I swear to God, I wasn't. No, that I wasn't confident. I just thought these Rangers fans have been far too confident. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, Celtic were far more up for it. They know it today. Uh, and I deserved the three points. Did that feel good, Paul? That was brilliant. The pub was bouncing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I was just, I, with Rangers fans being confident, I was just thinking, obviously, because uh, the way they played against Kilmarnock, they were the two clever against Kilmarnock in the first no, game. Or St Mirren. Or St Mirren. So that's how I was like, well, if they're overconfident, that's, that works in their favour. Correct. Not when they're filtered down to the players that way, but mm-hmm. with the fact that confident, I thought that we've got this in the bag. So ahead of the game, the nerves have kicked in. Were you still confident before the, a, a ball was even kicked that you're going to win it 2-0? Well, you're in the pub about quarter to, quarter to 12, you and I drank about four pints before kick-off. That's what you've got to do, isn't it? That's what you've got to do. It was I. It was after, say, first 10 minutes after that, as Gradle says there, that kick-off ran into the corner flag. That sent out a wee statement straight away. Paul, um, how big a result was that? I know there's still, what, 34 games to play, but in your opinion, how big a result was that going into that game when Rangers were made favourites? See, all these pundits and stuff like that, they were all making Rangers favourites, bookies, all the rest of it. Aye, but Rangers were, f- were favourites on Sunday, weren't they? Except for Paddy Power. Paddy Power were all right. <laughs> so, well, what, 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 I mean, how big a statement is that? Or are, you, are you not looking too ahead? No, it's just done a marker, Ian. It's just done a big marker. Yeah. Uh, I think we've done outstanding. The defence was... That was a defence that hadn't played in a game like that before. Apart from beat on, he'd obviously played in one or two, but uh, no, that defence was outstanding. 
Sunday. What do you want to say to Grado, who um, clearly is hurting, he's clearly in pain, he's clearly not happy? I've not eaten in two days. Mate. He's not eating in that? two days. Can you believe it? This boy's not eating I'm in not two eating. days. I'm tired up from them. <laughs> uh, would you Would you like to sign off with your, the wee song you sang last week? Who, Fritza? <laughs> Aye. Fritza Glando. <laughs> <laughs> right, Paul, it's good to hear from you. Hopefully see you again soon, Paul. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> Right, yeah, thanks very much, my man. Take it easy, pal. All right, bye. All the best, pal. Right, so we've just spoken to Paul, the Celtic fan, who's clearly delighted at the result from the weekend with uh, Rangers losing by two goals to nil at home against their deadly rivals. And on the phone, uh, we can see him on FaceTime wearing a black t shirt and a black baseball cap. Yes, it's a sad day for the Rangers fan. <laughs> it's Harkey, who's in mourning. Hello there, Harkey. Hello, that's how he's doing, all right. Last week, I see you're wearing black, Harky. <laughs> you... that black cut, mate. I've just painted the living room fucking black. Everything in life uh, is black we're this in, week. We're in mourning. Um, Harky, you said last week that generally speaking, you and your pals, you're known as a negative Nancy. But last yes, week, and now you fucking know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, where did it go wrong? Because this time last week, mate, you were so confident. That's where it went wrong. That's what fucking happened. Never jinx it. Never jinx it. No, it went wrong uh, when the team came out an hour before the game for yeah. me. But, I mean, I came on last week and said, oh, have a better in every position. Do you know how tight I've been taking it for that? But, <laughs> oh, he knows his team. He knows his team better than Lennon. But, do you I, think, don't know, do I don't you know why he did. Why do you he think this was uh, a, a mistake with Stephen Gerrard? Uh, listen, you don't. You don't win or lose, you win and you learn. I think he's got to go for this one. I it was it was a wee bit puzzling to see five centre mids on the park. Ne, um, ne, ne <laughs> no, I d I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I but, don't uh, know whether he was trying to be a tactical genius and uh, don't get me wrong, I'm fully hundred percent behind him. I love the guy. I think what he's done for us so far has been brilliant. We don't want to go knee jerk here. We don't want to think, oh no, what's happening, that's it. It's a bad day at the office, isn't it? I, I mean, last year we were getting slagged at Christmas for thinking we'd won the league. Uh, we're just went into September, and that's him done it. So, well, <laughs> Gerard pointed out after the game, you're five points better off than you were last year, so that's progress. But it still must hurt that you lose to Celtic that's, when you go into the game in such good form. Aye, that's sports psychology stuff. That's for the benefit of his players and stuff like that. That doesn't help guys like me who are working hard or working all week. Well, uh, Spending their hard earned money, it still hurts, it's still sore, but they've got to stay positive, haven't they? What, what, what did you do on Sunday, Harky, after the final whistle? Was yet the game? Listen, we played myself and all the boys, we played ourselves on, still going out, still enjoying ourselves because what else have you got to do? I'm not going to come home and sit and put something depressing on the telly and clap the dog, feel sorry for myself. We went to the boozer. I was, I'm glad you never phoned me yesterday because it was an absolute wreck. <laughs> Um, Harky, and, 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 and if you were to go home and watch something depressing on the telly, what would that be? Fucking replay the game. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the highlights. Brilliant. I am going to say, however, though, how bad you may have been feeling yesterday, uh, uh, 10 past midnight, Rangers tweeted a picture of I'm Ryan Kent. Ryan Kent. And the Rangers colours, welcome back to Rangers, Ryan Kent. A fucking day late. 
know what I mean? A day late. I was lying all day yesterday. I fell asleep about three times up the stairs just last thinking, right, early night, something to eat. You know what it's like, Grado? I mean, oh, I know. Crash out, feel better tomorrow. Incoming. Aye, incoming. Five hours later, refreshing my feet, eyes shutting. For I, get, I play that we knew we were getting anyway at the end up, but... <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if you can you imagine if you'd got him last Thursday or Friday and you had him turning up on Sunday as well? Oh, that's annoying thinking about that. Okay, I know, but if Manny had boys should be my uncle, wouldn't she? <laughs> exactly. Is she? We've never been that close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, Harky, I'll let you get away, mate. I know you're a bit, still a bit down in the dumps, and probably not just because of the football, because you're still probably hungover from Sunday anyway. Oh, I know, man. That's bad. You get yourself a nice wee lunch, get yourself sorted out, my man, and get a wee. If you know, you know what the day now? I'm working later on. Sick I went to Greg's yesterday for Coburn to Stevenson because I was that bad. Oh, don't you went, you drove for Coburn to Stevenson to go to that Greg's? Aye. Greg's isn't that good. I met you in there not that long ago, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I did. <laughs> Done. Done again. Done again. Okay, have a good one. Hey, right. Cheers, Harkey, mate. This week. Cheers, bud. <laughs> the Greg's right, loyal. See you later, mate. Cheers, bud. Oh, for yeah. fuck's sake. So we've heard from Paul, who's a Celtic fan. We've heard from Harkey, who's a Rangers fan. It's now time to speak to another Celtic fan, who we know pretty well. He's been on the show a couple of times because he doesn't like Neil Lennon. No, he's, he, didn't get, he gave up his season book. He gave up his <laughs> season book because he thought that Neil Lennon was a dud of a manager yep. and he was the wrong sign in. Yep. So we thought we'd give him a wee call. I see how he's feeling. See how he's feeling. Uh, hello there, Toonsley. Hello. hello. How are you? I'm very good. So you gave up the season book, mate. You you, yep. you said that um, Celtic had gone for the cheap option, that Neil Lennon was a has-been, he wasn't the right manager for Celtic, and there you are, sitting top of the league, 12 points out of 12, you've just beat Rangers at Ibrox 2-0. What's your thoughts on Neil Lennon? Never doubted him. <laughs> <laughs> I told you at the very beginning, you were full of rubbish. I told you, I knew, I just said all that, knowing he was listening to football daft. <laughs> To GM up. So just to just to GM up and I tell you something that's worked an absolute treat. Tinsley, <laughs> you don't talk some <laughs> shit. Hey, Tinsley, 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 Tinsley. No, I'm a, I'm I am I'm I'm gutted but I'm raging. I'm gutted but I'm happy. <laughs> so <laughs> no, are, are, honestly, are you, you standing are you standing by your initial thoughts of Neil Lennon? Just do, do you still feel like I'll be still honest. Wrong, be honest now, do you still think he's the wrong man for the job? No, I feel what I told idea. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Jesus, man! So the last time we spoke was after Cluj and Dunfermline, and then since then we've beat AIK twice, Hearts and Rangers. So, ah, oh, he's a great what a man! He knows what he's doing, that guy. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> so, would you like to take this opportunity, Tinsley? Because at the start of the show, I apologised to Neil Lennon for what I said at the start is of the that campaign. True? Is that, that is true? true. Would you like to apologise to Neil Lennon? We know he's a big I fan of the show, right? If you've apologised, because I know you don't apologise ever for anything. <laughs> yeah. So if that's true, I'll apologise. But if you're bullshitting me, then I'm not apologising. <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, right? I, I apologise for predicting that Neil Lennon would be sacked before Christmas. I don't think that will happen now. And I thought the Rangers... <laughs> I thought the Rangers game would be the tipping point for the Celtic fans if they were to lose that. That's no happen, which buys him more time because the Rangers fans are on the edge. Sorry, the Celtic fans were on the edge. They were waiting Definitely. for something to happen. If it happened against Rangers, then I don't think he survives until Christmas. So I apologise <laughs> for that, but my prediction still stands that Rangers win the league. You can't say that. 
you can't you can't apologise to Neil Lennon and think Rangers are going to still win the league. I still think Rangers will win the league, so there's a long way to go. So do you want to apologise to Neil Lennon, Tunsley? Yes, Neil Lennon, I'm sorry, I love you. I've <laughs> seen <laughs> I shouldn't have slagged you in the Football Daft podcast the last two times. Oh, he's after you. <laughs> <laughs> Tunsley, good talking uh, to you. Right, right, Tunsley. Right, cheers, guys. See, See you later. Right. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye-bye. It's the Football Daft podcast with Ewan and Grado, and we're bringing back a little feature by popular demand. It's entitled Who Are You? We have a very special guest, and then we blindfold Grado, and he needs to try and identify who our mystery guest is. And today, it's a man that Grado obsessed by that he loves and adores forget martin tyler forget clive tildesley forget motty it's the it's the cream of the cream when it comes to football commentators this is the premiership of football commentators it's the one and only ian crocker hello ian crocker Blimey, what an introduction, you and the checks in the post. Thanks for that. Cheers. Um, but you are the voice of Scottish football and Sky Sports. I mean, th- you can't watch a game without hearing your voice. No, I did my first one 21 years ago now. So, uh, and that was my 61st Old Firm game on Sunday. So, I'm feeling a bit old. Jeez. Do you remember your first game? Yeah. Yeah. The first, uh, well, the first Old Firm game I did was a nil-nil draw, funnily enough, at Ibrox in 98. Um, remember Charbonnier saving from Larson? That's about all I remember. But uh, <laughs> yeah, each and every one of them have been uh, pretty good fun along the way, one way or another. And your first ever game in Scottish football and Sky Sports, what was it? It was Hearts beating Rangers 2 1 in 98 as well. Is that the cup final? In, in the cup final? No, after the cup final, it was the first league game of the following season. Right, brilliant. Yeah, but uh, it's certainly been a long association with Scottish football. Now, I know that you're aware of Grado, and I know that you know that he absolutely adores you. He loves you. He's obsessed by you, and he continually does impressions of you on this show. Have you met Grado before? Yeah, I met him at, I think it was a, might be the PFA Awards. It was some awards ceremony at the end of last season, and uh, I did uh, meet him on the way to the gents, and we actually did, we actually shared, well, he did his impression, and then I did a bit as well into his phone, but... I think he'd had a few at the time, so I don't think that video has ever surfaced, whereas I was perfectly sober, of course. <laughs> Very professional as always, Ian. <laughs> um, what, do, what do you think of Grado's impre- impersonation of you? It's actually pretty good, I have to say. Uh, I've, a few people have sent it on to me or pointed it out. And um, yeah, I mean, I gave it and it's Derby Day in Glasgow on Sunday and I was, I was thinking of his impression as even I said it. So that's how good it is. <laughs> So what we're going to do, he's outside the studio just now. What we're going to do, we're going to bring him in here. We're going to blindfold him. um, And he needs to try and identify who you are. Now, the problem that we've got, you've got such a well-recognized voice. I think he might get you within a few seconds. I don't know if you could disguise your voice in any way. Maybe try and sound like a Motti or a Clive Tildesley. Or maybe try and sound Scottish. I don't know what you need to do. I'm not that good at impressions, but I'll... uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maybe I'll do a bit of dour English. Who knows? Yeah, do that. Do something. But let's just try and stretch the game out as far as okay. possible so that he struggles to guess who you are. Because I know as soon as he knows you're on the phone, he will go absolutely crazy. He'll be so happy. <laughs> Got a feeling it won't take him long, but hey. <laughs> All right, well, let's do it. So um, we're going to get Grado on the studio now and let's play Who Are You? So it's the Football Daft Podcast with Ewan and Grado. The feature is back by popular demand. It's Who Are You? And our guest is on FaceTime today, Grado. They're not in the studio with us. They're an international guest. They right. are not so, in this wow. country. They're not in this country. 
they're somewhere else and they're looking at you right now via FaceTime. So I know you can't touch them, you can't smell them to identify what sex they are, which we normally do. So, Grado, over to you to ask some questions of our very special guest. Where are you, Fair? <laughs> are you talking to me? Oh, he sounds like a politician or something. Say that again. Is it what do you call him, Jonathan Rhys Mogg? Is it him, <laughs> Jonathan Rhys Mogg? What do you call that guy? The current respects. I think that's Jacob, but it's not him. <sighs> All right, right, okay. It's not Jacob Rhys Mogg, but you're close. Right, okay. It's close to just. Uh, uh, that's now, a pretty what? awful guess as well. I know who it is already. <laughs> <laughs> I care who it is already. I'm no fucking dumb. 150 years of a social rivalry. About to be packed into the next 90 manic minutes. It's Stormy Ding Glasgow. It's the old firm. Never boring. It's next. E. Crocker. That is the quickest who are you have ever, ever done. I knew it wouldn't take you long, but you can still keep your blindfold on if you like. <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking, I can, I can take us off. How wet, you're not sitting in the sky, are you? <laughs> I hope no. you are. I hope you are. <laughs> hold on, hold on. There you go. Hey! Well, that didn't last long. No, that did not last long at all. That is funny. Oh, it's good to see you. And you, fella. Can, here, can you do me a favour, right? Can Can you do me, do you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What? It's Dabby Day in Glasgow! <laughs> I did. So, did. so see, 150 years of go date for me. I'd love if you could date, please. 150 years of history! It's Dabby Day in Glasgow! <laughs> it's not quite as good as yours, Scraden. No, it's no. So, see how. I need to ask you. So, see how the likes of Sunday. Do you prepare a script or does Sunday produce you and do they give you that? Or no, you... it's all down to me. Um, yeah. That was the 61st old film I've done, so. I need a few new lines. Maybe you can help me on Aye. that. But um, no, no, yeah, I mean, we, you know, it, it's just such a great occasion that you can never be short of a line or two. Hopefully, no, 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 no. no. I take it um, Sunday. Obviously, um, there was two goals, two bitterly disappointing goals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but do you know what? Do you know what my favourite one of yours is? Uh, would it be Henrik Larsson's? <laughs> <laughs> No, the I mean, wall there. No, it was. I think it was a four-two game, and the ball came out to Pedro Mendes. I know. I was running it up. That was some strike from Pedro Mendes. One of my <laughs> favourite goals in the Glasgow derbies for sure. Yes, absolutely. I absolutely loved when. Was you that said, the one from the corner? Yeah, I think it was. Was it no? Yeah, Charlie Adams' corner. I think. Yeah. Oh, I. Blasting it in. Aye, yeah, aye. in the near post, I remember that goal. Aye, yeah. um, Ian, he, I mean, I, I've worked in Scottish football for a number of years, um, and, and Grado's clearly a Rangers fan, and you've worked in Scottish football for 20-plus years, as you told me earlier. Um, you can't win in Scotland. You're either a Rangers man or a Celtic man, no matter what you say or how you report it or how you commentate. Aye. You can't win, can you? No, you can't, but I come from a sleepy little village in Dorset originally on the south coast. There weren't many Rangers or Celtic fans living down there at the time. But, uh, for me, it was Weymouth, where I lived, my hometown non-league team, and then West Ham when I was growing up. So I keep telling everybody that I am possibly the only neutral person in Glasgow on Derby Day. But nobody believes me. No, I bet you, you they don't. You kind of get used to it. No, it I, goes I, with the territory. I'm going to ask you a question, and I know you'll probably not answer it. But because you've been doing the game for so long, do you prefer one team to another? Do you, do, if you had to choose one... <laughs> He's just, just contradicting himself completely there, hasn't he? No, yeah, I haven't, No, yeah. I'm in the unusual position of liking both teams, honestly. And right. um, I generally get accused of being a Celtic fan, but that's 
I think it's pretty much because Celtic have generally been winning them in recent times. Mm-hmm. That's the way it happens. You know, once upon a time, it was a different way around. That's true. Do you, do you sometimes have to think twice before you say something because you fear being classed as biased or a, a fan of a particular team? Do you have to kind of overthink things? Not really. I think your professionalism kind of takes over and all we're trying to do is call it as it is and also add a bit to the occasion with a few lines here and there. So no, I can honestly say I never think of that. Um, I get a lot of grief sometimes for calling it the old firm for people who say I shouldn't call it that, but it, it'll always be the old firm to me and the Glasgow Derby and both. Out of, the, out of the 61 old firm games that you've commentated on, what's the best game that, y- well, that you've well, watched you on? Watch here, didn't you? I always sit on the fence for this as well, so I like to pick two. The 6-2 game for Celtic, Martin O'Neill's first one in charge, which was completely bonkers. 3-0 Celtic after 11 minutes. and oh, that was a horrible It was day. 3-1 at half-time, but should have been 3-2. Rangers had a goal disallowed. Um, Henrik Larsson's chip and all that. And the other one was the 2002 Cup final. When Love and Cranes injury time to score the winner. And there's a one-off occasion that was pretty special. Was that the header at the end of the game? Yeah, Neil McCann's cross. I remember saying as he put the cross in, is there going to be a twist in the tail? And there was. And it all kind is of there going to be a well. twist in the tail? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Worked out quite well for me, had Rangers. But made up for the hundred times I said, is there going to be a twist in the tail? And nothing actually happened. So, so. See, see when you do that and it actually happens there and then, are you punching the air in celebration at what you've just predicted, kind of? Well, a lot of the time you don't, a lot of the time you're kind of caught up in it and you don't think about it. But when I watched it back, I thought, yeah, you know, to be honest, I was happy with that. The mm. way you call it and everything. Um, Similar thing happened with the Hibs winning goal in the cup final against Rangers in 2016, where when, when they've waited 114 years to win their trophy, you had to come up with a decent line. So yeah. uh, that's all part of the game, part of what we do. Crocker, what about your um, your favourite kind of tag team partner in the commentary booth? Do you have a, a, a specific favourite that you like to have there by your side? I'm a big fan of everyone I've worked with pretty much oh, along come the way. On. Uh, in Scotland, it's been Davey Provin and Andy Walker. We both get all get on famously. In England, I've worked with many also, Andy Hinchcliffe and Chris Kamara back in the day doing Football League. So you have to have a good relationship with these guys. And, these uh, have a thought. Thankfully, we have. Not really, no, to be honest. No, we have a good time. Have you ever? And um, I'd like to say that we did. <laughs> be a bit of story. Have you, generally, have you we ever, all get on really well. Have you ever um, been sitting here at a game and you've been busting for a shite? <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily that, but yeah, a few gantries are certainly short of toilets, so there's been a few close saves. But I bet you. Thankfully, no there's great some, dramas on that some, front. Some, some you, you don't think about, do you know what I mean? You could really be bossing for a pee or a, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's something to Trust you to think of it, but uh, generally on uh, when you do a game, I don't actually drink much before the game for that very reason, so it is something you think of, but not as deeply as you obviously have. No, well, as a person that suffers from IBS, it's something that does have to, to cross, you know what I'm saying? Um, I've, I've got a lot of time for Davey Proven. I, I, I kind of miss Davey. He doesn't do that much in the cold commentary now, does he, uh, Ian? He does quite a bit. Uh, Premier League, actually, he's gone yeah. big time. See, he does quite a few Premier League games, and he is with me for the two Scotland matches this uh, this weekend. Are, are, you, are you sick and tired of mentioning 1998? Yes, which is funny enough when I started commentating on Scotland. Uh, <laughs> it's not my fault. It's not my fault that they haven't been to a major tournament. But I would love to see them qualify for one. And uh, I think they've got a good guy in charge now. So hopefully it'll happen soon because uh, there's been so many nearly but not quite stories. We're all fed up of 
hearing about it. Oh. And of course, do you think we've got a know, chance this time around, Ian? I mean, I, I know, we have got a chance. I, I, yeah, yeah, I think we've got a wee chance. Forget the Kazakhstan result, which I think that was a blip, but I think we can get them back back on track if we could beat Russia on Friday night. Yeah, definitely need something off Russia. Belgium, I mean, you know, it's one of those, isn't it? If you get anything out of the game, it's a bonus. Yeah. Mm. But looking at the rest of the group, Steve Clark in there now. I think we have better players sometimes than we, we give them credit for. And I just hope that, that they do they are able to make it to Euro 2020. Right. And of course, they have got a guaranteed playoff, which might be against Finland. I That's think, right, yeah. The starters. So you never know. It, it'll be... Um, It'll be a story one way or the other. And you'd Always get a, an adventure with Scotland one way or the other. And you'd get a tidy payday, wouldn't you? Getting to go to the Euros or something like that. That's out some money, your poker. That's out some money. That's another couple of shekels. I mean, the, the 98 World Cup in France, I mean, be good for the Tartan Army as well and for the tournaments to get them back. Uh, be good for the bars uh, as think, well. If they were think back of the money. Think of the money you could make, eh? Or that work through the summer. <laughs> hey, as I know, you never know. Oh, it's plenty of work in the that, summer. I never forgot about that. Hey, we could get asked. We press passes and all that. I know. Well, we need a summer games. job, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so <laughs> you, th- you think with Scotland, have got a good chance of getting to the uh, a next uh, the, to the Euros. Who's winning the league in Scotland? Who's winning the league in Scotland? I think Celtic proved on Sunday that they're still the team to beat. But I do honestly think we'll have a, a decent title race this year. Rangers were a bit disappointing for me on Sunday. I expected a bit more of them, and I'm sure they did it themselves. Mm-hmm. But um, Celtic also, with I think Lenny and Scott Brown showed that they know everything there is to know about that fixture, and basically did a did a proper job on Sunday. But Correct. I think we'll have a title race. But you know, based on recent years, you have to say, and, and I think they do often prove it in those big games that Celtic are once again the team to well, beat. Well, that's that's this is you telling a guy who Ian. By the way, you and sat here last week and said, I wouldn't play Scott Brown. I wouldn't play Scott Brown this weekend. <laughs> that's, you, that's you and uh, Cameron there, your football encyclopedic fucking <laughs> guru. We'll have opinions and we get them wrong from time to time. Um, I, I get the feeling, Ian, unfortunately for Scottish football, we're going back to where we were 20 years ago. Rangers and Celtic, ding-dong battle and leaving everyone else behind. Um, and I think that the old firm games, like previous years, will decide the title this year. Yeah, I think that's pretty much nailed on, and that's why ugh, Rangers must be gutted at losing the first one, especially at home as well. Um, you know, everyone was giving them giving them a big chance to win it. Uh, wasn't really quite sure about Celtic being made underdogs because they've proved time and again on Derby Day. In Derby Day, uh, they know what they're doing. So. Uh, but I do think Rangers are getting closer to them. Um, they must just be regretting a few things about the way they went about Sunday's game. Okay, so um, before we go, uh, Ian, can I do? Can you do me a wee favour? Could you sign off in your uh, brilliant commentary style, please? You've been listening to Football Daft with you and Cameron and Grado. Take care of yourself. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? That's my new text ringtone. <laughs> Cheers, Ian. Lovely talking Thank you, to you. You're the man, man. Enjoyed you. it, fellas. Cheers, man. Yeah, All the best, mate. Right. Football daft with Glasgow Private Hire. It's now time for the competition with our friends from Beer 52 Match of the Week. Congratulations to St Mirren supporter Joe Wedlock. He's got something to to celebrate, uh, who last week correctly guessed the result of the Old Firm game, 2-0 to Celtic, and he will win a case of beer from Beer 52. Now, it's international weekend, so no premiership or championship fixtures, although there are uh, some tonic caramel wafer cup games. Uh, So this week, uh, all you have to do is guess the correct score 
in the Belgium v Scotland match at Hamden next Monday. Scotland v Belgium at Hamden next Monday. We want your predictions. Everyone who gets the right score will go into the draw to win a case of beer with Beer 52. You can enter by commenting on the link on the Football Daft Facebook page or you can tweet your score at uh, Football Daft with the hashtag free beer. Winners must be 18 and stay in the UK. Right, Scotland against Belgium on Monday. On Friday, it's Russia. Two games, massive games at Hamden in the Euro qualifiers. What's your prediction for Belgium on Monday? Belgium on Monday, Scotland versus Belgium at Hamden. I'm going to go for... Go on. Say it. What are you doing? 3-1 Belgium. 3-1 Belgium at Hamden. Ryan Jack to score for Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Big game against Russia. This is the game that I think we need to get something from. We've beaten Russia on Friday, Grado. No. Okay, so that's Grado's prediction for Scotland. Two defeats in three days. Uh, now, you can get free beer from B52 as well if you don't win the competition. All you need to do is go to beer52.com forward slash daft. Correct. And we can sort out eight beers if you cover just the postage, which is four ninety five. And as an added bonus for Football Daft listeners, you can get two extra free beers. So that's a total of how many beers, Grado? Ten. Good. You can do your mass. Your first box will be sent to you next day and will contain beer from all over Europe. By, by the way, I've I, noon again. I got it in my fridge and tried these beers. Are they did taste good? My uh, my teenage boys who are at seventeen and nineteen love beer fifty two. Well, one of them can't drink it. My nineteen year old loves the beer. <laughs> 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 it's a monthly subscription <laughs> service for beer and beer 52 don't hold you to ransom either so you can leave it anytime so just go to beer52.com forward slash daft to get your first case of how many beers 10 beers, 10 beers. for free that's D- that's it beer52.com forward slash daft correct football daft with glasgow private hire it's a football daft podcast with you and grado and before we introduced our very special guest um, something I have noticed out of the corner of my eye. Mr. Grado. What? We have been uh, doing this show for what? This is our 15th episode? Aye. And we've had a whole host of amazing guests in the studio. Mark Haitley, Simon Donnelly, Chris Commons, Charlie Miller, Jose Kitongo. We've had a whole host of great guests, yeah? Aye. You have never at any point in all that time done any research on any of the guests because I have just noticed you have a notepad and pen <laughs> in front of you with notes on our guest. True or not? That was a pony. <laughs> <laughs> I set my bed. I got, I, put, I got myself some cheese and crackers. Uh, oh, by the way, a roll, right? We crushed toe pop into this. A roll with fucking a pun of daily re on the roll, salt and vinegar square in a roll. Cheese spread, amazing. Sat, watched that in my bed, the Ian Durant story on YouTube, and sat and take 10 notes. So I'll introduce them now, will I? Hey, this man needs no introduction. <laughs> <laughs> well, for maybe the younger audience out there who might not know who Mr. Durant is, it's now time to welcome a two-club man to Football Daft. He started his career at Rangers with over 300 games, including 45 goals, six championships, four League Cups, and three Scottish Cups. It could have been four if Hart suddenly pumped them 2-1. He then moved on to Kilmarnock, where he finished his career, and along the way picked up 20 caps for Scotland. Should have been more. Please welcome Grado's over the moon. It's the one and only Ian Durant. Afternoon, gentlemen. Hello, 
there. I, I, I kid you not, Ian, this is the first time he has done any research on any guest. That's how happy and how... Look at the, look his face. He's know, beaming I'm that you're buzzing. here. I'm well, then, when, he, when he phoned us up yesterday, I, I, could, I could sense excitement. So <laughs> Before we get into your career, and um, we'll talk about the old firm game there at the weekend. When you sat down, I said, go and put those headphones on. And as soon as you put the headphones on, you said it reminded you of a time when you got into a helicopter in Monaco. And I said, hold that story until we start recording. So tell us a story about the headphones in a helicopter in Monaco. When, where, how? Just uh, uh, out of the blue, uh, we remember, we've got the game on a Saturday. And uh, on the Tuesday, usually when we get the Wednesday off, uh, they got the, the magic time game. So he says, bring your passports in on Thursday. And uh, so nobody knew anything about it. All of a sudden, there's a, there's a texting about, and all of a sudden, the wife's have been invited as well. And all, not unbeknown to us, now we've got a trip to Monaco. On the Thursday morning? On the Thursday morning, to play Monaco, and we've got a, a game on the Saturday. So we get there, the, the, the wives are ferried off in a, a bus to do it, but they, now what they're going to do, they'll do their shop, they'll do their spa, everything. But from us, we're getting, from the airport to the hotel, the Beach Plaza, we're getting helicopters. And I was sat in the front with the, obviously the pilot, and I, and I was just... Going about Monaco, think I'm something like a top gun, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was asking if you could fly it upside down and all that. Going, now, there you go, that's it just, it just takes me back because obviously, when, when you get in a helicopter and you're in the front, it shows you now where the fire extinguishers in case something goes wrong. Yeah. That, so it just reminds me, and that was my claim to fame now in Monaco in this helicopter. Was um, were you scared? <laughs> Shit, my pants. Because <laughs> no, because they're taking and they, they, they fly now. They, they fly quite close to the coastline, and it's now. Yeah, but it was. Are they weaving in and out and all that yeah, kind of stuff? Aye. Aye. Oh, aye. you can tell now, because there was there was people from Monaco near there, and also the helicopter as well, and we just would do it. But another one of the helicopters when we we won nine our own. Our last game was at, at Tynecastle, mm-hmm. and we get the Chinooks at Edinburgh Airport back to Ibro, now back to Glasgow. To get back from now, obviously, the celebrations were going now, obviously, the fans are out there. They hired a Chinook? Wow. All the players, yeah. When we got it at Edinburgh Airport. But I was in the front that time, I was in the back. Now, just about to do the parachute jump. Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> get the parachute. <laughs> at the Ibrox Stadium. Hey! That's class. I, uh, I didn't know that they, ordered, they hired a Chinook for you to get back yeah, to the stadium. Well, that, that, it was going with the, now, obviously, they couldn't get enough helicopters, so they just got this big thing. It's, <laughs> you ought to hear the noise. It's a, and all the players in the management team piled up in this helicopter. And we all come back, and they, now, obviously, all the fans had been gone at Ibrox for us coming back for some nine in a row celebrations. Did we Johnny Watson go to that? We Johnny Watson came and we had them doing now all sorts of now Dennis Law, Chick Young, you name it. Aye, ah, just using them. Aye, ah, he loved it, we Johnny. And, uh, See, that's what I loved um, when I did do two doors down. He talks, uh, he talks about all these wee stories, and that's what I love, Johnny. And did you believe about. his story? Oh, I did. You did believe that. Aye, aye, aye. I just wonder whether you asked um, Ian because you maybe doubted Johnny Watson's story about being there. I think no, he did. I was went a bit self doubt. Aye. aye. <laughs> no, no. There's, there's photographic. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's an image of uh, uh, Johnny Watson on the plant after. I don't know if it was seven in a row or eight in a row, and he denies it. But there is there's photographic evidence that it was there. He's shy to start with. Yes. Once, once you get him going, now come on, give Dennis Law, and then aye. Then we, we, sit, we, we clocked him. Go, come on, day soonest. Come on, yeah, I'll tell he you. He loved right. day soonest. But as soon as he's behind him, right? He goes. <laughs> so it's just he was brilliant. But it, we, when you get him going, and he's in now, now a comfortable atmosphere. Now the wee man just now starts now aye. opening up. Check Stephen Gerrard will start doing that with me one day. <laughs> get him in. Get Grado into fucking G the Bulls. You might, might get you under a team talk, Grado. Fuck it, I'll date the day after Sunday, man. <laughs> sure, my couple of holes. 
<laughs> well, now that you've mentioned Sunday, we'll talk about your career in just a second. Let's talk about Sunday because that's clearly front and centre of Grado's mind and the fans that we spoke to today and, and, and you as well being a, a Rangers man. Did Gerard get that spectacularly wrong? Was, it, was he trying to be too cute? Was he trying to overthink it, trying to be a tactical genius? What went wrong for you, Ian? I think he, he tried now what, what, what he tried before now, obviously with now, uh, Kamara and team Artfield and the players that have now had, had done him so well at the last end of the season there. Uh, but now when you look at the, his formation, there wasn't wrong much with it, but in an attacking sense, there was nothing. Now I think now that... Defoe was isolated now, and Defoe's always been now down south playing with one up front, yeah. now playing with a man now, two yeah. of them. Morelis can do the long four himself. Now that's what, he's now, that's what his game is. He, he, he goes up front, he goes about bullies and people. And I always I try to say on Sunday, I think if you've got a chance, especially when you're playing Celtic, get your best players on the park. Aye, why did he know that? my, now Morelis, now if you're going to you knock back well, reputed bits of, say, 10, up to 15 million, why is he not playing? He should be playing on Sunday for me. So, no matter what, get your best players on the park, you're at home, go for it. Of course, no, but you're looking at now, now they've, they've just, they've, now, uh, it's funny, now, it's a fickle game, football, it's frightening now that they've just signed Ryan, Ryan Kent there for seven million. Could have not done that for it earlier. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, that's <laughs> what we're just saying. Imagine it, he signed on Friday. And what the boost that they gave the club, but again, maybe circumstances now, the thing, but they've been out. And then now he's the second biggest transfer in Rangers history. So, how 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 good a signing and an, an important a signing is Ryan Kent? Well, he was young player of the year. and He's voted Rangers player of the year. Now, obviously behind Morelos, Morelos mm-hmm. was player of the year, and Ryan was a young player of the year. Uh, he was an integral part of how where Rangers finished last year and getting a lot closer to Celtic. I think now if you've got a, a caliber that player in now, a seven million pound player, the difference in the game on Sunday was Celtic had a nine million pound player who could put the ball away. He got the first goal. I think the first goal is always now the integral part of the game, any old firm game. But they've got a nine million pound player. When you're a nine million pound player in the Scottish League, you should shine. And uh, he, he took his chance, put the ball away, and he, he was involved in the second goal as well. And that's the difference. Now Rangers have now pushed the boat out. They've got Ryan Kent, seven million pound player, so he'll have a, a bounty on his head. Mm-hmm. But he'll handle it. Is it money well spent? Do you think he's worth that type of money? Of course it is. Now you're getting a young kid. Now he's, he's came from a great background in Liverpool. Now great upbringing. And just wants to play football now. Now he was part of Liverpool squad in, in pre-season there, but he's wanting to come up and he's, he's struck up a great relationship with Steven Gerrard, who, who I think we had him in the use. And uh, he, he'll be now. He wanted now. He wants to play for Rangers. It's not uh, he had, he, the opportunity to go to Leeds, Aston Villa, Bruges. Bruges, that was now talked about. But he, he, his main aim was when he was in it. Well, he's, he, now you obviously don't know what's in the tabloids all the time. But his main aim was to go and play for Steven Gerrard, and play for Rangers. Aye. And Steven Gerrard's got that pull in terms of bringing players. I think Correct. what I think what Rangers are clearly looking at here, but they know they've got a huge return coming on Morelos, possibly um, maybe January, something might come in from or or next season. So I think they're looking at these players as investments, a bit like what Celtic have done in recent years. They've, they've bought well and sold on really well. So this is more an investment because I think they think they're going to get a lot more money from because even Liverpool seem to think he's a player because they put in a a twenty percent sell on clause. Oh, without a shadow, but now that's the, that's the indictment now, the sad indictment now, now Rangers and Celtic now being the aye. the top clubs now. They they are selling clubs now. Yeah, now don't get away from it. They, they, if there's an opportunity that comes up, the best players will be sold for now the, the top dollar. And uh, whoever comes in, if he's now you're talking about Tavernier and Morelis, Katic, now young kids and other other people, they'll come in and they'll they'll be sold on. If the money's right, they'll go. Of course, they will be. It's living else now. Money talks now. Uh, now you can turn it. Look at Kieran Tierney now. Come through the now the 
Celtic set up now for my, for my kid. Then you get twenty five million pound return. The end of the day, now if, you, if you're getting that level of money, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to cash in. Right, enough for us. This is boring me talking about selling clubs and that. Durant, tell me about the day you walked through the doors at Ibrox as a boy. Just tell me about it. it. Tell uh, me about yeah. it. You're a Rangers supporter. <laughs> Who's we? Is your family there? Tell me all no, about it. Me and my dad. Tell me everything, man. Me and my dad, and uh, obviously being in Karen Park, Gredo. Aye. We walked along, and. Uh, and, uh, so you, you walked along Walked along I, I used to walk to train every morning What a buzz And uh, you're getting there So we got up And uh, at that time Big Jock Wallace was the manager mm-hmm. I, I'd actually signed a pre-contract with Greggy mm-hmm. And uh, but obviously uh, the gaffer getting the sack Big Jock honoured the contract Right uh, Went up And it was at that time there was a light So the wee blue light And the wee wall of the concierge At the bottom of the, the front door Now you're in the front door at Irox Aye Just the right hand side There's a wee booth mm-hmm. Well that, that buzzer went You go upstairs And there's Big Jock And my my, uh, my dad and we're sitting there and Big Jock's fucking intimidating I bet you so he's, now you get a bit of paper and Big Jock goes there you go sign so I've got it here right Mr Durant my dad goes sure you go right Shug bump bump so that was it he goes right fuck off I'm, I'm going to have a, a dram of your dad <laughs> and that was it hey. so I'm away downstairs and I'm going I've just signed for Rangers and then my dad come down about 20 minutes later with his big smile on his face <laughs> after having a couple of halves oh, amazing man <laughs> That's amazing. And then, and then the two's walked along the road, and my dad's got a contract, and, and I, I, that's that's the that's simplicity. Amazing. And but just now, how old were you? Uh, I was just turned fifteen. Fifteen year old, 15. right? Uh, and so for then, did you how, did you was it take it your office or youth squad? What were you? Did you have to do a lot? Of, you know, is, I take it you a sort of apprentice or whatever, a bit cleaning sing, or, or that kind I, of no, shit. Just it was it was a two year apprentice uh, contract, sign Right, uh, two year apprentice, and then. A year into apprenticeship, I, I made my debut time. What year would this have been? That was in 1984. Right, okay. And uh, now we broke in, and then, uh, unfortunately, the big jock got the sack, and now the so-called messiah came in, and all mm. this money appeared for you. You everywhere. say the so-called messiah. Did you not see him as a messiah? Well, he, he was unknown. Now, tell us now, he, he was great. When I, now, when I see him, the so-called messiah, he, the gaffer came in now, 33, now, un- uncharted waters now, just now, still want to play. So yeah. it made it difficult for myself and Derek. We was going to fucking play mm. beside him. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we're, we're, we're knocking up to each other on training so we get a game. <laughs> Alongside Sunnis. So right. no, no, you say they wanted to play. So I remember we were in Magaluf. We had heard a wee rumour, but you, until you see it. So next minute we get this uh, daily record there as soon as I want to play for another two or three years. So me and Derek Lundy's going, well, the fuck's going to play beside him? And it's mad because you knew there was going to be an influx of players because mm-hmm. all of a sudden, uh, under under the leadership of Mr. Holmes, David Holmes, uh, the game have money to spend. So now, like, just now, they're picking up the paper the next day. You've got the England captain, England number one. Okay, now, who else is coming? I mean, mm-hmm. just a, players, and it's similar, not, not just similar, but now, I mean, you see players coming just now. They're coming because of Stevie Gerrard. Players were coming to Rangers because of Graham Sooners. Sooners, aye. Did you learn a lot from playing alongside Sunnis? Ah, well, I, I, I learned to now get out of the way quite quick if he was going to tackle somebody. <laughs> you were getting out of the way? I, oh, he'd have just, he'd have took you out as well, took somebody else out. <laughs> and uh, he, now, I still now, he, he was just, he, the way he played the game now, he had an aura about him. Now, a, a presence, as they call it now, but he'd now, you'd see players on a part like, no, no, no. Because something would happen. Now, if the game, see if the game was shut. He would just go and hit somebody, right? And then he'd go, right, give you a wee tap and he asked, right, now there's an atmosphere and, uh, now, and just get going. Get he, knew, he, knew, he knew how to influence a game. Mm-hmm. Is it true he's used to playing a Friday, Scotland versus England? Yep. And he, uh, he invented it, but he, he couldn't used to play with England because <laughs> he, he, he said, I'm playing for England because I played the majority of my career down there. 
One Friday afternoon, right? We're playing Aye. Scotland and we're hammering them. Right, he, soonest they've ever met, they'll tell you another story, but we're, we're, we're hammering them, right? And they've got Graham Roberts, who used to play with an England tap on, right? Aye. Like fucking Marmite. Used to love him or hate him, right? <laughs> and uh, Butcher, fucking Wilkins, right? They're going about and they're, you jocks and all that, right? So soonest comes in and I'm Egg'em. <laughs> <laughs> but I make the mistake when I'm Egg'em. I've given it that wee daft laugh. Aye. Right? As you're running away. Running away, right? So he's turned round and come in and can smash me, right? So <laughs> remember the wee bo wobble? Aye. I've just went like, I went bump, bump, up. And I went like, is that your best, right? Now he's going, what the fuck am I talking about, right? Next minute, this right hook comes at my chin. <laughs> no way! Yeah. And he, he's fucking polaxed me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like a three. I, I'm honest. I'm going down as if all oh, you can hear is timber, <laughs> and, uh, and, and I'm going down, and, and I, I can see another one coming. But I, I don't know if it was Coist or Jimmy Nickel getting between the two, right? But as soon as I'm going down, I can see Coop. He's wrestling with Graham Roberts. <laughs> Somebody's fucking trying to attack Terry Butcher, right? And, it, and this isn't the Friday before the game. <laughs> So we go over to we go over to the meeting. <laughs> I'm getting a big cork in the cap, black eye, know that. He, he goes, oh, I was out of order, and he goes, and he come over and we shook hands. I goes, I no problem. I just asked if I was playing them on. He goes, yeah. I goes over here, we up the road. <laughs> that was that. That was it. Could you imagine that these days? You know, with that. Imagine no, that. It was some bit. Gerard that, rolling about with fucking Aribo. Was, <laughs> know what I mean? That was just his. Now he hated getting beat out anything, and uh-huh. I've just now. But I made the mistake and not made him laugh. And see if I wouldn't have laughed at me, all right. Uh-huh. But just because he seemed like you're ripping the piss. I was, but I just, but you, now you, you've got to remember he's yeah. a manager. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. But it was just, it was a, it was naive and young. Yeah. But it just, now I'm, I'm just, I've just not made him so tall. Are we only coming on the shoulder? I, no, no, I, no, I paid the <laughs> consequences. <laughs> I'll tell you, he does shoot no bad right hook. I'll tell you. <laughs> so that, if that's soonest on the pitch, dressing room, was he any different? Oh, he's aggressive. Was he, he? Everything. And uh, your face. Oh, now, as I said, now, you, you, you had him and a gaffer and, if there's things to be said now, you, you get a, a bollocking in, and <laughs> but 30 seconds later, he'd come in. There's like two waves, you know, you get it's like the tsunami, you get two waves there, bang, <laughs> and then you'd butcher fucking vocal. Now, uh, now with, with John, players like John Brown, and was it a wall of sound? I mean, was it must have? I mean, you've got a lot of loud and big characters in that dressing room. Well, the names you've just but, mentioned, but see I mean, the, see one's the, enough normally, but yeah, you've got no, four or five, but yeah. you can see the players. Uh, under uh, Graham and, and Walter, they signed. They, 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 they didn't have to say much. The players knew within mm-hmm. themselves. Now, uh-huh. if, they pl- if we weren't doing things right, they, we sorted it. Now, Big Goffey's on record. That, we sorted it. He would come in and maybe tinker now with a tactical bit or, or a, a formation change, but he knew now the, the characters he'd signed or, or what we had in the dressing room that we were, we, we'd sort it ourselves. Because at the end of the day, it's the player responsibility. Graham Sinus walks in at Ibrox. Money's no object. He can bring anyone he wants. Um, English clubs are not playing in Europe. Here's your chance to play in Europe. So he's bringing the big guns in. Yet he sticks with you. That says a lot about you and the player and the the the, the type of player that you are and how good a player you are. Did I, you did you know that then? I, that he clearly I, 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 thought a lot of you. No, I I, I, uh, I knew the level of, level a player I was. No, I, I'm not, I was a gallus wee player brought up in my. The, the, the Scottish career now I wasn't I was I, I had no fear factor now I'd, I'd, I'd take the ball and maybe you shouldn't be taking ball I was brought up now playing beside David Cooper and I remember David Cooper he now God rest his soul David Cooper used to just simple as that and don't be afraid to make mistakes he goes don't be afraid I goes now you'll do things in a game where you'll make mistakes and you'll do things in a game 
a commander, and we had to prove ourselves to students because he was coming in and, and uh, a lot of players left. And he, he just basically said, if you want to be part of it, where we're going, then show me what you can do. So I just went in and now he's seen something. I mean, uh, not long after he signed, he, he gave myself and Derek a four-year contract. Now that's interesting what you say, don't be afraid to make mistakes, because you know, I think a lot of players these days are afraid to make mistakes. Take the easy you know, way they, out. You know, they, they get well, the ball and then the, the fear know, of that Ibrooks crowd, in case you know they made one dodgy pass, the crowd are on their back, the fear to, 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 to move forward. Do you think no, that is a. See, when you're, see the word fear. You, you, it's only a four lettered word. Exactly, you? exactly, Paul. But I thought now, see when, see when Celtic went one up, now we're going back to the game on Sunday. Mm -hmm. There was a fear factor in Rangers team. I don't look But you've got, your, you've got your take fear on now you, mm -hmm. again you're there at the end of the day you're there to entertain Aye. right and uh, there's ways to entertain winning games obviously but playing football but if there's a fear factor in your game there'll always be a block in your game Aye. when you not do something you're meant to do and as I say now if, if you see that pass and you give it away fucking try it the next time Aye. tell me about Super Ali Super Ali's the best ever honestly best friend uh, great goal scorer just a, a fun guy always everything if there's a, a, an address room now when you're you've got the goalie Koiste now they embrace now. We, we, we at the end up with well, the last years of the Rangers. Now we, we started getting an influx of the foreign players, and Coyce was the mainstay. Now of integrating now the foreign boys into the club. Now Alberts, Loudup, Perini's, Amarusos, Gattuso's, and all that. I remember Negri. Negri. Well, he never spoke to Negri. <laughs> they two were vying for the competition. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he was just now. He was always there, and he, he just wanted to score goals. Didn't mm -hmm. matter if it came off his ass or anything. He just wanted to score. That's all he wanted. There was no chance of him passing to anybody. <laughs> I've seen that Liverpool hang with uh, Mary and Salah. Yeah. We just accept it because you have no chance you were getting the ball. If it was in the box, he was either shooting or trying something ridiculous. And that was just the way it is now. So you're not getting that slide rule pass no, if, no chance. if you're in a better oh, listen, position? Listen, you, you, you'd be a token gesture get into a position to try and receive it. But, <laughs> but, but, but you knew you weren't getting it. Don't worry about that. I'm here if you want exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> but he just loved his football. Uh, just now. Do you think he's Scotland's greatest ever striker? Number nine? I wouldn't say he's the greatest ever striker. And greatest, Scotland ever, greatest ever goal, goal scorer. Goal scorer. Goal scorer. See how, I know you were talking about, I know we always talk, when we get Rangers players, we talk about it, talk about the nine in a row camaraderie that he's all had. But tell us about a typical week Nine in a row squad Rangers. What did you train on Monday, Tuesday? When did you no, go? No. How did it go? Did you? Well, we, we, we used to uh, game Saturday, uh, warm warm down on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the boys had a few pints, a glass of wine on Saturday night. So we come in, we do a warm down on a Sunday. Uh, Monday, low key. Tuesday, we used to get battered <laughs> on the track, and no Aye. matter what, battered. Wednesday, uh, Tuesday after training, steps bar, bookies. Aye. Rolls and chips, uh, sausage rolls, rolls and sausage, oh. you name it. Can, uh, fritters, oh. a lot. Brown sauce, biggest tub of brown sauce you've ever seen in your world. There, off Wednesday and on Thursday. Friday, usually in hotel, game, bang. Aye. That sounds amazing, doesn't it? Rolls and chips. Everybody everybody thought now, we were out all the time. There was, a, there was a certain cup final, right? Mm -hmm. We you play on the Sunday. Now, you remember, you moved all the games to Sunday. We did, we did a, we did Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Bender. Then the gaff would just go, right, is that it? Aye, right, aye. Right, let's go and train. And was there ever, was there ever any scraps? Did you ever get into fights with one another or was it all just oh, total laughter? No, no, oh, no, no, we had a few scraps in the restroom, aye, aye. Tell us about one. I remember one, right, we're playing Aberdeen and we're not doing too well. Mm -hmm. And uh, of, all, of all players, uh, Roy Aitken's put one in the top corner by the goalie, right? The goalie's Roy Aitken? I know, it's, 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 the ball came out and he, Big Roy's just hit this man and you and feed, right? And it's took the goalie, but... The goalie was shouting at Sparkman. 
<laughs> to go and close them down. But Spark went, fuck off or something like that, right? <laughs> so next minute, the goalie comes in. We come in at half time and the goalie goes, hey, would you see her? He goes, hey, you fucking shut up. Sit down next minute. Bang. <laughs> He's hurt my couple of digs, right? <laughs> but the gaffer just sat down. A couple of players got up and split it up. And he goes, right, is that it? The, I, Again? Let you deal with it. Deal with it. And uh, I'll see you now. Usually I'll see you. Bump, bump, bump. But come in. We win the game 4-1. And the two of them are, are laughing and joking after the game. So uh, the goalie, I'll tell you the goalie, bro. Coist to be George Suter. Remember the kit, man? Uh-huh. He used to run Coist to a bath all the time, right? <laughs> now this, now the, the bath, not the bubble bath. Bubble right? bath and everything. Oh, oh, everything. So he used to lie down. The goalie, oh, well, that, well, that looks, that looks lovely. Oh, fucking lovely. He goes, he goes, get in there and get red. I'll run you. I've got the stuff here. So, Christy runs in my bath, right? But there's this fucking diesel stuff now, the <laughs> detergent stuff with the fucking skull and crossbone on it. Christy sticks that in the bath, right? Oh, no. So, so it's, it's bubbling up, and there's, there's a goalie. Oh, fucking lovely, lovely. <laughs> Oh, I love a bath, Coyce, love a bath. <laughs> ah, you just you set yourself here, goalie on you go, Nate. <laughs> so so Coyce gets up, gets a shower. He goes, he gets up, has a shower next minute, he's driving back to Pennycourt, he's fucking itching his shower. <laughs> <laughs> three degree, honestly, <gasps> serious stuff he put in it. Oh, his, oh, his skin, that was coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he nearly missed the game, he's going, oh, oh, he's like, oh, there's bits, honestly, come in and... The stuff he peeling. You know, no, it was like it was like a domestic, but now it was for cleaning the tiles and Coyce he put kid on it was a bubble bath and, and he's honestly bits of skin what? and he nearly missed the game because <gasps> it's red oh, rose. Aye. <laughs> That's brilliant. And then, and then, honestly, he's like, oh love the bath. Oh love the bath. <laughs> <laughs> really clean feeling. Oh brilliant. <laughs> it, no, it was it was actually killer be killed. It's uh, you probably heard the the, the older pros. See that if you handle the dressroom, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not a it's not a plane you must see see when you retire. It's the dressroom. Or the band. Or the carry on. I come in the first thing in the morning, and as you get a wee bit older, and we used, we used to love it. Now I was talking to Greg about we Charlie Miller. Now all of a sudden they were. They were the, the, the up and coming now. The Spice Boys we used to call me. Right? <laughs> Reed McInnes, Charlie Muller, Craig Moore, and, and uh, Brian Reed. So they get inducted into now for the, the way dress room after you play so many games. Now you you went in the first team environment. So they oh, were yeah. in the, the batter now. But now you're, you're a wee bit older now. You're, you're settling down with your, your missus and your kids and all that. Right, but he's up to the weekend. I'll tell you. Doing this and doing it off. Fuck me, man. Listen, ought to be young again. But they, they come in and they, now. It was just now like a, a breath of fresh air. Now when you, when you get the young boys in, and they, they add to the environment, right. and uh, they, they were just they just used to get pelted on. The enthusiasm that they brought to the oh, they brought because they're coming in and, and they're, they're they've got to stand their ground. Honestly, it's now we Charlie, we Charlie's the best ever one. Now one one liners we Charlie, and him and Coy used to have some fucking laugh. Honestly, God man, mm. honestly God banter because we Charlie's for Casmo, right? Doesn't it matter. We Charlie's the greatest guy in the world, but you can dress him in a manny or now like, for saturate, and he looks, still looks like a fucking trap. Right? <laughs> <laughs> swear to God, right? <laughs> no, nothing. Doesn't matter what you put him oh, in. Oh, and we used to, now we used to get the nice now blazer and flannels for Jaeger, right? Now the nice blazer, blue blazer, the crest. Some boy, honestly. Aye, Charlie. <laughs> They'd always walk in now, he's for Satchin and Manny getting that right. <laughs> Fucking tramp, honestly. I, I remember, I can't remember what interview you said. You said uh, Charlie Miller was the best 16 year old. Oh, best but ever. But the worst 17 year old. Oh, he came in, right? And, and we, we Charlie made his debut and he got a few bob, I think, right? Aye. Oh, but I think he blew it on, don't know, everything. <laughs> Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I do remember. <laughs> he, 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 he had a year enjoying himself and it was night, Charlie, right? You need to hear a football no. <laughs> but well, what a bully! Aye. What a bully! But it's actually a travesty. One of the best youngest players you ever worked He's with. He's the best I've ever seen. 
Charlie Miller? Yeah. At that age. Uh, the one, one the one that left is a probably he'll be a superstar, Billy Gilmer. Oh, he came on the weekend there. You know. He'll he'll be an absolute superstar. But we Charlie him when you're up close at now at close quarters when you're watching him, he had he did everything. It's just now I was listening to your podcast and I, I, I listened to we Charlie. Yeah. One or two caps. Aye. Terrible. I know. Talking of caps, you only got twenty. Ah, maybe that was due to injury. I missed uh, it. I was see. I was, you mentioned the injury, and I, do you know what? I wasn't going to ask you about that. And the reason being is because you've talked about it so often. And I know it's. Um, I don't think you, you don't talk about. Do you talk about it? I think you no, tend you to just, know. You, you seem to get mentioned. No, for your playing ability for your act. Aye, no, oh, that's you, why you, I you, wasn't you, going you, to mention it. Oh, you're. Seem you meet people. Oh, you're the boy who had the sore knee. Aye, fuck <laughs> aye. 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 And that big thing, it looks like a balloon. Aye, that's aye. aye. Obviously, that must have scunted you and your mental health. And back then, and how you must have dealt with it, you know. I was nearly fucking checking into Betty Ford Clinic at one point. Really? Ah, well, you know, the, the, I was told on two occasions that I wouldn't play again. And obviously, now you. I was only 21 when I got injured. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything's taken away from you. And then I just made a conscious decision. I, the, the club, great. The club are fantastic, man. They, they sent me to America. And I met this, this surgeon, uh, Dr. Blazima, who. See, I'll, I'll get you back playing. And his, his words to you now are just... And I say, well, that's it. I'm just going to go for it. And then I, I jets myself down to uh, Lillyshaw. You know, it's like cold, it's not a good day, by the way. It's an unbelievable place. You're in the middle of nowhere. No, nowhere. And, and you're in this ramshackle, uh, what they call it. it was, it's a barn with a gymnasium in it. That's the way to describe it. It's got these old rusty bikes where now maybe, say it's 12 gears, but only two gears are working. Mm-hmm. And they send you in a fucking nine-mile bike run through right. three, three counties and... They mentally batter you, mm-hmm. but physically get you back playing. And down there, it's fortunate enough now that the, the two fizzles come up, Grant Down and Graham Smith, and they're ex-army men. And they, they just now tell you, now you're right, focused, but they just mentally and physically batter you and make you now a stronger person. And now, when you're told, and up now a couple of times, that you'll, you'll never play again, there is, there is depressing days, there is the sad days, and there's now hard days to take. And, Uh, As you you say, um, Ian, you were only 21 when that horrendous challenge was made on you. And you've been told on a couple of occasions that your career is over. You'll never play again. You say that you were depressed, your mental health was in a bad way. You considered booking into the Betty Ford Clinic, etc., etc., etc. Did you at any point think worse than that? Did you ever think about taking your own life? No, nothing like that. But there, there just wonder how far it went. No, with there, you. There, there, no, I was clinically depressed, and I, I think came ahead one time in a kebab shop, you where I, I got to jail, and uh, now just sitting there now, and I was in crutches and bit of banter. Now you think it's banter, and then, it, it, then all of a sudden it escalates into a fucking square go. Uh, somebody slagging you? No, I was just I was, somebody said then obviously the reference to my knee. I should have done mm-hmm. something the other one and. The next minute, now you're in the jail and you're sitting. And you're so your frustrations came out that night. Everything, in, but then that was just that was the reality check I needed. I was, mm. I, I was never. So you're in such a bad place that being in the jail that night woke you up. Oh yeah, because I, I knew if now it was going to happen about three hours later when my mum came through the door. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and uh, I know you, uh, you're laughing, but we've all been oh, there. Come I, know, I, know, and, uh, I, and, uh, I know, And she came in and can slap me. And, now, mm-hmm. what, what you doing? If this, if this is you want to do, then just now carry on and you'll know now. So do you think that night in the kebab shop saved your life and career? It did because it was not long after that. Now, I was, I've just come back from America and it's not long after that. I just made the constant decision to go to Lillyshaw where I spent nine months. But then two and a half years later, you play your first game in <laughs> a reserve match 
AI Brooks and thousands and thousands of people turn up to see that. 22nd of April. There you go. 1999. A reserve game. He's been out for two years. Two, ye- two years, seven months and 13 days. There you go. I'm fucking going to tear up here. <laughs> <laughs> then we play Tibbs and it, it's, it's something else. That, you, know, you, you come in and you play the game and, but all of a sudden now that they, they weren't expecting that amount to turn up. No. Nah. So they, they had no stewards. So all of a sudden there's people walking on the side of the park and, and they're opening <laughs> bits of the stand. And it's, no ba- it's bad enough now making your comeback and you're, you're nervous, but <laughs> you're going, oh, Jesus, where are they all coming <laughs> in for you? Know? There's bear coming in. It was frightening. It was actually the, it was actually the third highest attendance <laughs> in Britain that, that weekend. <laughs> really? Right, beh- behind, my, behind Man United on a Saturday and Liverpool on a Sunday. <laughs> that wow. Is amazing, isn't it? <laughs> that is unreal. That must have just made you feel... That was it. And, and that was it. it. You're back. You're back. Well, you weren't back then. It took you a couple of months before you were in the first team. But in terms of, for, uh, you oh. know, emotionally and mentally... Everything, that was I'm saying, but it took me a couple of weeks to recover. It was like a sheet of jib rock after that game. Now, you, now you've been out for so long. When you step onto the pitch that day at Ibrox in front of the third biggest crowd in Britain and it's a reserve game, are you conscious of your knee or can you forget about it? Oh, I'd, I'd been over that then. Now, you were over it, yeah, so you were ready, you were he, going he, in. You, you, it was unbelievable. I, I came back from the show and then I had to do a two-month programme of just training. So I was training and I'm, I'm training with the first team. And it was just, it was just now it's a natural... Now, Graduation to go and play games, mm-hmm. and by that time now you're you're charming it about to play a game. Aye. So the the, the thing in your your head that's away. Right. Okay. Season ninety two ninety three tells about that, John. It was that one of the best years. Well, up up until now, obviously, when I was obviously you make your debut and you and you have that three years now you're playing all, all the time. Ninety two ninety three was after that was probably the, the my most sustained now in terms of my playing. Uh, but the three four in a row came in and it was better for the Scottish boys because it means now we get a bigger opportunity to get games and obviously now the Rangers been uh, the upper now upper team at that time now the, the dominant team now you, you were guaranteed Champions League football mm-hmm. and uh, now we played some great games and uh, in '92 was now unbelievable we went 44 games league and cup unbeaten and 12 games in Europe unbeaten against now like Marseille yeah. Bruges uh, CSK Moscow Leeds United uh, Lingby and it was just a it was a special team we had then. Now yeah. I, I played, but I played now with special players. Now Graham Sooners, David Cooper, Coyste, Butch, Woods, and all that. But that that was a special team. That camaraderie we had in that team was now mm-hmm. never never give up and didn't know when we were beaten and we, we never get beat that much. When you look back at that season, you're still pissed off. You didn't win the European Cup. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't. You should have won it that. If you really think about how you'd to be been fair, playing. We, to be fair, Ewan, I think we, we'd have come up against our. If we would have got through Marseille, we'd have come up against our, I know bad Messi Milan team. Mm. But when you see things in later on in years, where now there's talking now this and that and getting cheated, and that yeah. it makes it a wee bit. Because over the piece, we held our own against him. And if it, if the game had went another ten minutes in Marseille, we'd yeah. have beat them. But again, but they they went through and they, now they went on to win it. So it's a, it's a figure. Did you end that season thinking it was our year? We we messed up there. It should have been. Yeah. But I still think, and I, I now people now have a wee go at me. I still think the best chance I had of winning the European Cup Rangers was '87, when we get put out of Bucharest because we should have beat Bucharest. And at that time, now the, the winter, uh, we had Ray Wilkins, John Brown, and Mark Walters to come into that squad after the winter break, which had been the the semi final of the European Cup. So that was the year you thought that was a, that was my, in my opinion that was the best chance of winning, which was the, the original European Cup yeah. playing against the champions of their their leagues. Yeah. yeah, wow. So in June 1995, Rangers signed Paul Gascoigne. What was that like? Brilliant. Just uh, added another dimension, another character to the dressing room. He just fit in perfect. He was. A, <laughs> 
He was a fucking genius, that boy. Aye. I'll tell you a couple of stories. He was, he was a genius after park because everybody thinks now, see Gascoigne? Gascoigne had great memories. Mark, Mark Kelly used to have this party in a Halloween party at his house in Big Mark at the Tudor Mansion in Hellsborough. And he, he, he used to talk to Gascoigne about his whiskey collection. <laughs> so you <laughs> can see Gaz as he Gaz as now. You just wonder what's going through that head. So he turns up with a flask. Right? <laughs> He's got cold tea in it. Right, what'd you think? Come on in. What? What do you mean, cold tea? Right, he's telling. Mark, big big Mark's telling about his he's whiskey collection, right? Filling the bottles. Oh, right, right, right. right, right. right. He's, got, he's <laughs> going to be filling them up. Filling the bottles with fucking cold, cold tea. tea. So he's going to put his room, right? <laughs> and these are expensive whiskeys, by the way, gentlemen. <laughs> I bet you. None of your Namby Pamby, White McKay, what, right? <laughs> so he, he's Royal Lock Nagar, he's taking a swig, flip flask. Tops up, then all the whiskey's been touched on, is it? So he's, <laughs> he's having a three of it. Okay. Sure no. he opens them up. So he's, he's, he's fucking a genius. <laughs> a genius. And, uh, <laughs> well, How many balls did he go through? <laughs> no, I think, I think he tasted about, uh, about maybe five or six, but they were, they were expensive whiskies. And he was in, see, when he was injured, he was, he was a fucking nightmare, honestly. Having to deal with him. Because no, you, you, Dukey, done Dukey's car with a fish, right? Oh, that's a great I story. Know, but, but, he'd, he'd, but he'd plank your cars and now... Leave you be now be messages now your cars and such and such. Give me a wee bell and I'll tell if you're hot or you're cold. <laughs> or but this day, this day, it, it turned up with the nail gun. Aye. It wasn't just your wee now your wee black decorating. This was a Kalashnikov nail gun. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we get away to training and and, uh, and we all come back into training and you're looking at it's like can suits. <laughs> Oh, staple up. Oh, up the, up the, the ceilings, <laughs> shoes, nail guns, but it's six inch nails, not right. It took them about three weeks to get Alan Clellan shut half <laughs> a tap corner. <laughs> we wallet it, now we wallet it, the commission airboy, he's in with a jemmy. Try to get, try to get these nails out. <laughs> you just, you couldn't turn your back for two minutes, Aye. honestly. As I said, now you, you were always, he, he was a great addition, and that, that was a great thing about Walter. Walter now, <laughs> with sort of characters to bring into the restroom and he was just he was great honestly lovely boy he's, he's hopefully on a good road just now yeah. uh, I, you, you mentioned Walter there um, clearly you work with Walter quite a bit but then you, be, you, you became part of his coaching staff at Rangers with Ali McCoyst and there's that famous famous clip of you two in the director's Oh, I forgot about that! <laughs> right? That's fucking brilliant! Right, that you just woke up, man. <laughs> <laughs> there you oh, are. I, I, mean, that. That, I mean, the I cameras that. are on you, and then I don't know what's happened. I've always I I've always wanted to know, and, and I've, I've met you a few times. I keep forgetting to ask you, now here's that chance. It's frightening. What was going on in that director's we're up, box? We're, we're up the stairs, right? And we've got the, the, the phone, and he's phoning down to the dugout, but for some reason, Big Jimmy Stewart can't hear the phone, right? So he's, he's going to have his deed. Later on, we find out Big Jimmy's known out well hearing in his left ear. So there's Big Jimmy. Big Jimmy's like that going, right? And the fucking phone's going, right? And he's going, so he's slamming the phone down. And then he picks the phone up again, right? <laughs> he must have dialed the wrong number. And all he hears, hello, kitchen. Oh, fucking kitchen, you. <laughs> so, so by that time, I get collared. Get down there, tell him, right? <laughs> So next minute he's trying to watch a game and I, I can't get I can't, my foot stopped right. And he goes, I can't move. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I turn around and I'm going, fucking doing you daft the way. Fucking nearly took my head off here. So I jumped down and I go, Jimmy the phone. He's like, what, 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 what phone? <laughs> so next minute, the, the next week, honestly, we get that fucking red light every time the phone went this red light. <laughs> <laughs> he ordered a red light. No, he couldn't because Big Jimmy's like, oh, fucking damn it. Can he hear it? <laughs> 
<laughs> um, something else I need to ask you about, right? Now, the producers found this bit of information about you. I don't believe for a second this is true. Last cap for Scotland was against Ireland. Do you remember it? Oh, I do. Right? You were, you were convinced that you weren't going to play in that game. You, did, you didn't even take your shin pads with you. I'd and the rumour is, is that you turned up, played in that game with Mars bars in your socks. Two Mars bars. Omar. <laughs> Seriously? I had no boots. And uh, we, we, uh, we Bruni, phones up, right? We're, we're struggling. I go, no problem. So I've turned up. I go, look, look at get Barry Ferguson all them. They'll, they'll play end of season game, plays all them, so... 15 minutes to go, lads <laughs> down the road, and me, Bruni, go, right, Dranny. And I'm going, well, what's it, Bruni? <laughs> come on, come on, you're going. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Omar. He goes, shut up. He, he, he honestly, he got two Mars bars, and one like my leg, and pulled my soaps. He goes, ah, they look like shit girls. So I'm running about, and all the chocolate's starting to melt by this time. I'm, I'm going, what if somebody comes tackling through me? And I'm like, <laughs> Legs broke or something like that. They're covered in chocolate. That was um, Stuart McMillan, by the way, the quickest thinking kit man in the world. <laughs> Two squash Mars bars. Ah, they look like shingles. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. Oh. Only 20 caps for Scotland. What was, uh, what was uh, the highlight of your Scotland career? What game would it have been? What stands out for you? Oh, great games against Italy. Uh, played in the Bernabeu against Spain. Oh, that's right. Uh, first, team in, uh, first Scottish team. He beat Germany. We, right. we played them in a... Uh, uh, Bochum or, or don't know, but is that the 1-0 game 1-0 game Don, uh, Hutchison. Don Hutchison and we played the famous pink strip famous pink strip ne- never to be donned oh, again and uh, oh, be, it's great <laughs> now when you go away it's, it's, it's when you're away with Scotland now it's, it's a, bit, a break away for you now the the, the stuff now your normal now the league business and your, your dress room and you're, you're meeting up with the boys and it's great but not unfortunately now due to injury or now I think I just missed out on a lot of caps um, I'm going to ask you this question. Um, there is a bit of spikiness between Rangers and Aberdeen. Terrible. And to this day... My fault. But to this day... Do you think I start? <laughs> I can blame everything else, didn't I? <laughs> but, but to this day, the Aberdeen fans still sing about you lying on the pitch. I know. How does that make you feel after all those years and what you went through in that two and a half years you were out? How does that make you feel? I know, but I know, I'm, I'm not being bohead when I say it. It's banter. Aye. Football banter, right? It's a song. So you don't mind it? I don't. My 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 my, my kids, <laughs> they take offence to it. But again, but that's just now. I've had a, a song the Celtic fans sing about me, right? And you've got sixty thousand like now singing things about your bum and all that. Now you can, if you can handle that, you can handle okay, four thousand Aberdeen fans singing about something, can you? And it's one of the ones now. They, they, now you, they, they sang his songs, and I, I said, "Now nah, used to laugh." Just cheese you up, but yeah, huh? you up. But when you're now when they're singing songs, they're either. They either detest you or they think you're a problem. Mm. And uh, no, so it's when they're no singing about you. That's when you should worry. That's when you start exactly. worry. <laughs> but yeah. I was, I was, <laughs> unfortunately, thirty years later when I'm not playing, they're still singing it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know if somebody ever Aberdeen fans think I'm still playing. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Durant, it's Ian, been an been absolute pleasure uh-huh. having you in, mate. I hope you've enjoyed as much honestly, as we have. That's been a blast, honestly. I highly recommend your show. It's been great, honestly. I've right. heard, heard glowing reports, but it's not until you, you sample it, but it's been a pleasure, Jim. Absolute pleasure. Do you want to come see me wrestle one day? Like I'd love to see that. Hey, I'm, cool. I'm used to seeing you chase me about a golf course with the, the <laughs> aye, beard buggy, aye, which aye. I think you're, you're fantastic at it, but I've heard you're no bad at wrestling, and I'd be delighted. Oh, hi. Hey, do you know where I get the biggest reactions or not? I'm no joking. Aberdeen. Do you? Aye, aye. So see when I turn a bad guy. When I turn a bad guy, see when I turn into a bad guy and go up to Aberdeen and have a video and my tag team partner. That's heat. That's heat. Well, let's 
Let's think about it. I might have to get a suit of Armitage on that night. Ian Durant, absolute pleasure, my man. Thank Enjoy you. your wee holiday to the Algarve. Yes. I know you're flying off very soon. Have you been to Pre-Mark? You got your holiday I'm gear? No, the Pre-Mark stuff's all done. I'm just going to go and get the Euros. I'm going to wave for my wee boy, uh, wee pal Donny's 50th, and we're uh, four or five days in, in uh, the Algarve and a wee right. bit of golf. Ian, you're blue, you're white, you're fucking dynamite. Thanks very Ian much. Durant. Football Daft with Glasgow Private Hire. That's it for the Football Daft podcast for this week. Great episode, mate. Great episode. Love Dean Durant. Thank you so much for joining us live in the studio. Ian Crocker, who was on FaceTime from his house in England. He was our (laughs) Who Are You guest. And our thanks to the Celtic and Rangers fans who took the time out to look back at the old firm game. Um, Now, this week, you were expecting Tam Cowan. We announced last week that Tam Cowan was meant to be on the show today. It turned out it was Ian Durant because Tam Cowan couldn't make it. And I'll be honest with you, we have been putting off Tam Cowan for how many weeks? He keeps cancelling on right, us. It's probably, he's probably eating scoff. He gets paid to go out and eat. He's done a bit. He does, aye, he does. He does reviews of like aye, restaurants and aye, stuff. Yes. But he has promised he's going to be in this time next week right. for the show. Should we just give him a wee phone? I bet him. Remember what S- I did with Shelley Kerr? Yeah, I remember reading with Shelley Kerr. The Scotland manager yeah. when we annoyed her. Right, Do you think he might actually take us out for something tea after that? Put my speaker. Ah, <laughs> dafted! He's like, he's fucked you right off there, isn't he? When you finish recording, please hang up or press the hash key for more options. He's not going to come on, is he? Hi, Tam. It's uh, Ewan and Grado here. We've just interviewed um, Ian Durant, um, who was uh, in your place today. Um, but we have announced that you're going to be on the show next week. So Grado's got a wee message for you, mate. I just, yeah. I must admit, I've had plenty of tweets going with you. You know this, and I said, you're probably getting your dinner. <laughs> So, uh, see you ca- next week. Aye, so just see you next week. And if you want, you might take us somewhere, take us for a nice step. But can we could go, we go to the Blair. Remember the Blair and Cohen? And I think he gave 25 out of twi- 25 for that. So that- <laughs> no, he did. Did he? I know he did. Aye, 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 aye. Or oh, was that the ship? So he's, he's coming in next Tuesday. Right. So, aye, so I'm just saying, Tom, if you'd like, <laughs> if you'd like to, what, what, after the show, take us out. We'll go for something to eat and it'll be great. We'll rate it together. All right. <laughs> Saturday by now, Tam. Good result there for the weekend, after you know. <laughs> Cheers, Tam. Speak to you later, mate. Bye bye. Right, so next week, Tam Cowan is on the show. Ben doesn't come on now. <laughs> ben doesn't come on now. He'll not come on. He'll come on. Right, so, okay. anyway, so hopefully, fingers crossed, Tam Cowan will be on the show next week. Uh, Grado, guess what? What? You've been daft. You've been football. As yourself. Remember that? This is Four Network. <laughs>